0: Welcome to episode 61 of our regularly scheduled Thursday release. This is Movies in 4K, and I am one of your hosts, Bill Shetty.
1: I'm Lady Phantom, the other one.
0: Yes, we have no special announcements this week for you, but we're going to get right into this episode with a fun fact from the Phantom of the Opera.
1: <laughs> a whooping eight actors in this movie have appeared in different adaptations from Marvel Comics.
0: And that does seem like something you would come up with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, both made by Marvel Studios and Fox, actually. For example, and just to mention a few, X-Men 2, one of the Spider-Mans. Also, we have the Fantastic Four many captain america movies etc etc etc
0: all right do we got you wondering what we're covering let's start it up 2016 we are covering Morgan. It's listed in four genres: action, horror, sci-fi, thriller.
1: I think we should drop horror.
0: I agree with you, Phantom.
1: I mean thriller, yeah, all the way. Action, sci-fi, totally. of course. But horror, I mean, yeah, it has violence. Yes, it has some gore. But honestly, well, so did
0: Rambo that we covered that had more gore than this, actually. Exactly.
1: So. And it's really not scary at all, or not even no, with the intention. Tense. It's tense, yeah, the and thriller. it's a thriller. Yeah, but I think we can safely drop horror.
0: I agree, Lady Phantom. All right, who directed this bad boy?
1: Luke Scott. Which is who? Ridley Scott's son.
0: The alien guy. Yeah. All right, and stars... Let's name these six that you popped out of your
1: hat. <laughs> <laughs> eight, actually. Oh, eight it was. That's yeah. Right. Uh, Kate Mara, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rose Leslie. Well, she was not in Marvel movies, but she was in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Michael Yair, Toby Jones, Chris Sullivan, Boyd Holbrook, Michelle Yeoh, Brian Cox, Jennifer Jason Lee, Paul Giamatti, etc.
0: We're in a Jennifer Jason Lee funk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, again.
0: Thankfully, <laughs> she has maybe five minutes in this movie, which is pleasing to one. <laughs> All right, what's that synopsis?
1: A corporate risk management consultant must decide whether or not to terminate an artificially created humanoid being.
0: That is really good for a one sentence overview. I would have said that myself.
1: Yeah, and surprisingly enough, they didn't manage to spoil it, so that's good.
0: Yep, so let's get this rolling. The movie starts right out with a brief segment where you see two people on an overhead camera shot talking, and one of them just attacks the other and starts stabbing him. You don't see where, or how, or why. It turns out to be the artificial being stabbing one of the workers there in this compound, I want to call it. It doesn't look like a compound. It's an old Victorian house. But anyway, she gets stabbed. And then we jump to the lead character, which is played by Kate Mara. Mm-hmm. the woman from house of cards that's where i remembered her from.
1: yes and fantastic four and some other stuff
0: which she was only in the first season because she gets killed by the lead star in that movie
1: only one season really i would have i would have sworn she was at least in two but who knows but No, yeah.
0: the end of the first seasons when he pushes her into the train that oh, was yeah. the cliffhanger mm-hmm. and you didn't know who it was you come out to find out in season two Mm -hmm. But back to this, we see her driving out in the middle of the wilderness here, and she has orders from her boss, her company, her corporate-
1: Brian Cox. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. To access the risk of this- synthetic being i'm gonna call it because mm-hmm. they go in and mention some dna splicing nanotechnology
1: with something mm-hmm. right
0: so it's not a robot
1: it's not a clone it's either. not a
0: cyborg they're trying to manipulate human dna to make it like a real human being
1: with nanotechnology right yes
0: so She's on her way there. She shows up, and there's about seven or so odd people here, doctors, caretakers, cooks. (laughs) Yeah. um, That work here. And she just goes in and talks to each one of them and tries to find out what's going on with this synthetic humanoid. Being. Being (laughs) thing. And it was interesting there because... You learn that it was synthetic and everybody feels sorry for this person they created. You can see it right up front. They're all sad. They're all treating her like a human. We should say she's only five years old, but she looks 16. Mm -hmm. So she advances at a high speed. Speed. Right. And. They are sticking up for her because this corporate officer is coming in to access what to do with the being. Yeah. So they take the blame themselves.
1: Yeah, they love her. Right. Actually. They love her. They I see I think many of these people see her as a as their own child in a way. Because right. I and mean they've she's seen her very
0: cold, yes. This woman. She's like, no, it's a being, it's an it. It's not a her or him. Uh And she acts this way throughout the movie. She's very stern, very, let's get this job done, and stuff like this. Before we go any further, Phantom, I just don't want to forget this, is I thought the casting was amazing in this movie. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy made her fame from the (laughs) Vavitch. Yes. And I think she was the perfect role for this because she actually looks a little abnormal. Her eyes are spread wider apart than most. Yes. So she has this particular look. It's a little odd.
1: Hmm. And then and they, she's very
0: white, too.
1: Yes, she's very white, but very
0: pale skinned.
1: What I noticed in this movie that obviously it was done completely on purpose is that they made her very gray. Yes, she is. She's white. Very the makeup white, was incredible. Yeah, the makeup they they gave her looked very natural, but it looked grayish. Her mouth looked like a person would look when they are freezing cold, mm-hmm. like purplish. Her hair was not just blonde; it was grayish. Well, when
0: you could see it, because she's wearing a hoodie
1: for most of the movie. Yes. Her eyes, she had some kind of lenses on that wouldn't let her her natural eye color show. And she's always wearing gray. It's like they made her gray on purpose and she contrasted with the rest of the cast and with the landscapes that are colorful.
0: Yes, and that goes to three things, I'm going to say. Makeup, incredible, what yes. they did. Yes, yes. Her acting, incredible yeah so this portrayal she is very good happens in this i think way above actually the witch like she is definitely on par with kate mara as in the movie like they're both co-stars yes you know what i mean both of them command attention these are two strong willed women in this movie
1: yeah kate mara was yeah she was incredible she looked so professional, so in control of the situation at all times. And her eyes, I mean, like she had a very, very intense look to her.
0: Yes, Lady Phantom. And this lead doctor, this Asian woman, another very strong um, woman character.
1: Michelle Yeo, that woman, ever since the first time I ever saw her in some Chinese movie, I think she is incredibly elegant. And she reminds me of my mother so much for some reason it's like something in her personality i adore her
0: <laughs> okay so i just had to get that out this acting and the casting was right on the mark by yes. every character even the supporting actors the cook guy the nurse type people in yep. there All worked really, really well. And they all had sympathy. They all showed it. You bought it. Yes. Each one, like you felt for them. But as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, these people are stupid. Like you could see what was progressing. (laughs) But let's move on a little more here. She meets Morgan. They have a little talk. And they need to get a psychiatrist in there to analyze her because they're stating that she's very emotional mm-hmm. and this woman is like how could she be and the corporation wants to know how advanced this being is so this is when we get the Paul Giamatti character which I really like this guy I've appreciated his acting since The Negotiator
1: oh he's great back Always
0: in the 90s mid 90s and <laughs> He had a really unique role there. Like he was serious, but he had a comedic tone to him too. And he had some great lines in that movie. And here he plays this no nonsense psychiatrist. And boy, he takes it to a level where I would have been scared if he was my psychiatrist in this. Like he demanded answers and he's pressing this synthetic organisms buttons and you can just see the rage like building up. You're like, should you be doing this?
1: <laughs> yeah, like is are you really sure that's a good idea? And he was barely in the movie. Yes, and but when he, he was there, was it's a incredible.
0: part in this oh, movie. He was phenomenal
1: me. in this yes, movie. Yes.
0: Because the doctors don't want to let him in the same room. And he's then, all right, she's failed. I'm out of here. And he's like, what, is she going to shoot lasers out of her eyes? And like how he said it, it's a funny line, but it was sarcasm. And like to the point, like, no, you get me in this room with her or she's failing. She's going to be terminated, basically. Yeah. Should we say what happens in this scene? Because it's really interesting.
1: Do you think that, that might spoil it?
0: Yeah. Well, let's just say that it's my favorite part of this movie right here this five to ten minute segment
1: it's a very intense scene like very intense
0: yes and before i go any further i don't want to miss this either is all the action scenes in this the fighting scenes it's what we've talked about in lower budget movies how they can never perform hand-to-hand combat and kickboxing and like karate type moves and throwing people into walls and stuff. Oh my God, it's so good in this movie. Like these women go at it. And <laughs> these little girls, because these are little women here. We're talking about if they're five, two, I would be shocked and over a hundred pounds, these lead characters. Yeah. And these women take care of six foot two six foot three man 250 pounds with ease and it looks so plausible phantom
1: yeah yeah i thought especially kate mara was so good in these scenes oh i thought
0: anya taylor was oh yeah she
1: was too but i'm sure there was a lot
0: of stunt doubles in this
1: probably because
0: they are quick cuts but it looked real what they showed i felt i got enough out of the scenes yes like, if they would have stayed on it more, you probably could have noticed something a little off or something.
1: Oh, but it was done very well. Yes. Very it well. Was
0: outstanding. Okay, so we have some problems with this psychiatrist. And this is when all the characters band together because Kate Mara wants to put this cybernetic being down. And they don't let her. Mm-hmm. And... You just know what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, two seconds later. Hey, you should have let her.
0: <laughs> yes, so we get the story, a good encompassing of all the characters, pretty much. They have little arcs, each one of them. And that's probably about two-thirds of the movie. All interesting, nothing boring here at no. all to me, because it went at a brisk pace, Phantom.
1: Yes, Like.
0: There was a lot of dialogue and talking and finding out about what's been going on on this compound. Yeah, but. But not at a level where you're uninterested.
1: Yeah, everything has a reason to be there. Like every line of dialogue has a reason to exist. It's not like
0: blah, blah, blah. Right. There's no rambling on dialogue here. Nonsense to add filler to this movie because this is only an hour and 32 minutes, which is just right. To me, mm-hmm. for a movie like this, we get this final showdown, which lasts a good, I'd say 30 minutes. Phantom is once, you know, all the doctors and everything want to save this girl, and she's trying to put her down, terminate this thing, because it is a savage killing machine almost.
1: Yeah, it's dangerous. Very.
0: And, Yeah, you could just see it coming in the movie. I'm going to make mention, I don't know why I'm going to make mention of this because (laughs) it has a different feel and it's done totally different. But Ex Machina that we covered way back on this podcast.
1: Yeah, it has a little feel to it in a way. That's definitely
0: a robot that shined in the visuals of the girl. And she was more robotic and stoic like Mm -hmm. this creature being it has a lot of emotional ties or so you think
1: yeah it's a very strange mixture between someone who is really emotional but at the same time very very cold
0: yes you know that they're saying things just to survive basically yeah
1: which is
0: like ex machina in a way
1: yes and she's very uh methodical like she is emotional i mean you can tell she feels but the second that she thinks that you are against her that's that you're dead Yeah, here's the
0: difference in the two and if you've seen ex machina out there so we can equate it is an ex machina she talks so fluently and brightly and very intelligent. Here, you can tell that this synthetic being is trying to give the answers that the people want to hear. Like that comes across mm-hmm. very strongly here, where yeah. it didn't in ex machina, where, you know, there's something behind it, but it was done in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. get the
0: feeling without me going too deep into it.
1: Yes, in Ex Machina, it was like she was so, you know, soft spoken. She looked so safe. Uh huh. And here, at some points, she also looks safe, but without a look, she looks dangerous. She looks like B careful what right, you say but
0: she is manipulating them or trying to by saying what they want to hear by calling them friends and i care for you which you know isn't accurate
1: but at the same time she did feel or i i think at some point she thought they really were her friends but then there's something the psychiatrist says like do you really think your friends are gonna let you be here locked in a cage and it's like that sparks something in her because she is a machine in a way I mean she is humanoid not really a machine but she thinks like yeah you're right Why? They're not my friends then.
0: So what can we really describe about this last 30 minutes, Phantom? There's a lot of killing. We can say that.
1: Lots of killing. A lot of combat. Great scenes. Yes. Uh, Kate Mara shines in this last
0: Yes, a lot of stunt work here. Wilderness work with fights out in the wilderness. Uh, Really good. (laughs) Like it really ramps up. She has to take care of... Of each one of these characters and there's only one of them that happens off screen all the others there's showdowns
1: pretty much Mm -hmm.
0: and like i said it lasts a good 30 minutes because you get all the build-up and then it doesn't happen quickly like it It feels quick because it's an action movie. There's a lot of action going on. People are jumping out of things and shooting things. And there's some uh, driving scenes, some battles with cars. yeah. And it just continues on at a fast pace without stopping in the last section of this movie, which I appreciated.
1: Yeah. And thinking about it, I can contrast it with the Rambo last showdown, because that was definitely rushed and badly done. This one was just perfect. It, it felt natural, let's say. Like, I don't know if real time, but it felt very accurate.
0: Right. So let's cover some technicals here. We already, before we started to review, covered acting and stunt work, all great, makeup, great. Yeah. I thought it was bizarre, Lady Phantom, where they were. They were out in the wilderness in a, this Victorian home. And then they had to go out to this like underground tunnel where they kept her when she's yeah. being bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like everything inside looks modern ish, especially where she is, that kind of bunker thing Hannibal Lecter-ish thing it looks very modern but outside it's like it's so contrasting like it doesn't fit in a right. way it seemed
0: a little odd like that wasn't more like a compound which that's what they called it yeah but it was just basically an old house 1900 house
1: yeah conditioned inside basically
0: where they lived this. and some things were a little confusing now, you know, it was more modern and computer advanced in this tunnel where she was. But where they was doing research, I was kind of like, where are they at? Are they still in this underground part? How big is this underground part? Are they back in this old house? Because it's not making a rhyme or reason to me.
1: Yeah, they have like a thing near the house that, that looks a little more bunker-ish. Like it's it's just yeah you never know exactly where they are that's kind of confusing. Also, uh, like I before I forget, like there's a scene. It feels like a mistake. Like suddenly things are happening at night. That's uh, like nearing oh, the end that of the is movie. Uh huh. And then suddenly it's day, but everything continues to be during the day. And I just think it's a very stupid mistake because I mean, if it is dawn and it is, like, beginning to be the morning, then do it gradually. It's like it cannot be super dark, and then suddenly it's light.
0: It's funny. I didn't pick up on it, and I should have, but Phantom is awesome at picking up these small inconsistencies in movies. But after she said it, yeah, it's so blaring because they're at a scene, there's a fight going on outside in the pitch dark, and then kate mara has to escape from this room and she busts out the window and it's bright as could be it goes from one scene to the next and it's obviously not at the same time but there was no lap in cutting or editing here yeah so it was an error
1: yeah and i was like wait a minute why is it daytime <laughs> you're like yeah yeah you're right why is it daytime like it, that was a very dumb mistake
0: I yes. think. I'd like to talk about the writing and story as a whole, fam.
1: You know what? Before we do that, I think it might just have been editing like probably there are deleted scenes in the middle and they just said, "You know what, let's make this shorter and just cut it." But it the result is not good in right. that in that sense. Right,
0: it's an error. It's mm-hmm. a blatant error. Actually. Yes. Yeah. All right story as a whole very interesting they go in and talk about this one doctor played by toby jones who is one of the lead doctors there Mm -hmm. and he was explaining that this is the third one the first two they had problems like the first baby all the organs grew on the outside of the body yeah And, you know, they passed away. And this one, they altered the DNA and stuff they did and came out. And they showed some flashback clips, which were nice when the baby was born. And then at one, she looked like she was about six years old or something like that. Very
1: pretty little girl, yeah.
0: Right. And that was nice. Yeah. It was like how it evolved and stuff. The only real question, Phantom you don't get you can make up your own mind after you see the movie but it's not explained in detail even then is what is the goal of this corporation by doing this
1: yeah that's that is kind of unclear it's left open yeah because there are many movies where they are trying to make let's say super soldiers or a new race of uh, improved humans. But here it's left very open. It's like, okay, you're doing this, why? Like, what's the point?
0: Yeah, I got my own idea Mm -hmm. of what was going on. I can't say it here. But um, yeah, I think it was too ambiguous. Like they could have did some more detail there. There is a couple pretty big twists in this. Yeah. I seen one of them coming. I don't know if you did, if you out there will, but it was good. I -hmm. liked it. And all the writing, all the dialogue, all the interpersonal conflicts with these characters, well done. Yes. You know, because they've been on this compound seven years and can't leave. So, and they all... Liked each other and acted. There was flings between characters here and there. Yeah, they are like a mentioned. big
1: family. Right. Really. And I do like that first uh, montage, let's say, with Morgan as a child. And when it, well, as a, as a little girl, let's say. Because it made you bond with her quickly. Like all the, all the love these characters felt for her. Like they showed it. Very quickly, and that helps because you like connect with the character and you're like, okay, it's not just a thing. you know Would
0: you have liked to seen though more problems with this girl while she was growing up? because remember this consultant that's coming in there and analyzing what happened, why she attacked this one woman during this scene, why she's going out there to see mm-hmm. what's going on with this creature. They did allude to one other thing happening, but that's it. And that was kind of glossed over. Would you have liked to see more? Would you like this to have been 30 more minutes and more, maybe, explanations of the master theme behind this and maybe more of her growing up with having more problems?
1: Maybe, yeah. That that might have been a good idea.
0: I mean, I'm happy with an hour and 30. Mm -hmm. I got. What I got out of it, but it was so interesting and the acting was so good. This is one I would have liked more elaboration yeah. on certain scenes and got more conflict with this girl. Because right when this risk management woman comes there, like I said, they know that this woman has the power to put her down or stop their work and take this woman away or terminate her or whatever. And they are so attached to her and they're sticking up for her so bad without ever mentioning all these years, the seven years they've been there, but she's five other problems they've had.
1: Yeah, and you just imagine that there has to have been some kind of problem before because it, like, stuff like that or behavioral situations like that don't just happen. Like, there has to be something before that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that might have been a good idea.
0: All right. Sound, I think, is the last one. We're going to cover more of this on the 4K, but your overall impression, Phantom, of the score and the soundtrack?
1: It was okay. Mm- yeah, nothing very special. It fit the movie. Yes. It
0: really ramped up during the last quarter of this movie. Mm hmm. Um, there were some, some surrounds, some cool surrounds during yeah. this. Uh, bass was prevalent in a couple scenes. There was this one scene I really liked when it went to some rumbling and then a hollow sound, and it was extended. I'm going to liken it to, like, Men in Black. If you've seen that out there and know that soundtrack, every time their car pulls up and stops and goes... And this had that tone in this one scene, and I really liked it.
1: Mm-hmm. There was one scene where where someone was hitting someone else with a gun, and th- the sound that made was kind of weird. I Are like, you
0: talking about when she shot up in the air? No. The, uh, that was a cool scene. Oh, that was
1: great. No, one scene where someone was hitting someone on the head, with oh, a and it sound like and metal then, uh, yeah and i'm like, suddenly i was thinking wolverine or something i'm like wait a minute is she also made of metal like or why does it sound like that no
0: well she had a metal instrument but we she was hitting somebody's head so it'd be a mixture of sounds there
1: yeah but the person that she was hitting had no business sounding like that on her head so
0: right or his yeah, head i don't I mean, remember that's a little nitpicky but yeah you picked that up you're right we make this mention in these horror movies when they're swinging little knives and it's making (laughs) sword sounds (laughs) but that you know that type stuff is you gotta approach it and it's gotta be in there but i agree with you phantom it was a little off it was a little too metal sound the
1: only reason why it jumps at me like that is because if it does sound like something hitting bone is it's more punchy you know if it sounds like you're hitting something metallic like you cannot feel s- scared for this person that is being beaten you know because it sounds like a like a uh, yeah well it was a thing. quick
0: sound though
1: true true but, now hmm.
0: i did notice and phantom's probably gonna disagree with me one part this woman talks chinese i assume or japanese And I would swear it was a completely different person, different voice, because the tonality didn't have the same body. Now, go on, Phantom, and say what happens when you speak multiple languages. But it sounded like a different person to me.
1: I think it might have been. Uh, My only point is that I cannot be positive, because I have noticed with people that speak their native language and another language, not both learned at the same time, but first a native language, and then they learn another one. It's like the pitch when they speak the foreign language is a little higher. It's, it's funny how it happens. It's I don't know why it is, but I have noticed it many times. But I'm perfectly aware that it could have been someone else.
0: I'm almost sure because the actual volume level change there too so it sounded like an overdub because you wasn't watching the actor say it mm-hmm. at all yeah they were looking at somewhere else mm-hmm. when they went to this scene and it'd be a perfect time to put the overdub and they just didn't match the frequency range and the volume amplitude there And the voice just wasn't as full. And I'm like, that ain't her. Like, it was so obvious to me it wasn't. Now, Anya Taylor-Joy spoke Chinese one time, and that sounded just like her. Yeah. So, we have that. But that's a little nitpicky. It just really stood out to me with that. All right, Lady Phantom, I'm ready. I'll start. Okay. This is a solid seven to me really good movie interesting i would have liked some more context behind why they're doing this i don't need explanations all the time and i'm fine with coming up with my own thing but this was so interesting and so good i think they could have went deeper into this like there is some exposition in the end of this movie for about three minutes and It's almost like they're tap dancing around what the main reason is. It's like they just wanted to leave it up to you to guess. It could be five different things you could come up with. And that's a gripe. But Phantom, I'm having a hard time with this. We picked out some of the small negatives here. All the acting was really good. Why I'm not even coming higher, I'm not sure Maybe because it was kind of obvious to me what this synthetic being was doing and it wasn't to them. That I had a little problem with. And I'll say the tonality of the whole film was a little bleak. I would have liked it to have been more vibrant. And I'm not talking about 4K-wise. I'm just talking about the overall look of the movie it had a very filmic style and i'm sure that's the styling they were going for i wanted something more modern terminator-esque and i didn't get that there but this is a solid movie this is my third time seeing this movie and i can't say buy it because this is one when you see it It really spoils it. You know what's going to happen. Even though I forgot some of the things, I did remember the conclusion in this. But I enjoyed it. The third time watching, but I can't go by. I think everybody will get something out of this. So, by far, Renit, what do you got?
1: I am also coming with a seven. I think it's a very interesting movie, but it lacks some Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> like it's, it left me wanting something, something more tangible. And I cannot really express what that is. But maybe it was more explanation. Maybe it was, I, I don't know. It's just, it lacks something. And I cannot put my finger on it. Heart? <laughs> maybe, but it is a good movie. And the acting was so good that yeah, I would have liked feel to like see to them more. more.
0: Yes, I, I feel like I'm coming in too low. But there is something missing here and I tried to explain it. Yeah. But it's still a good movie. I wouldn't mind watching it again too another year down the road. You yeah,
1: know? I mean, I'm sure they they deleted scenes here and there and or they caught it. I don't know. Who knows? But this could have definitely been a longer movie and it would have been maybe more interesting. So I'm going to say also Seven, solid little film and rent it.
0: All right, let's get to the good stuff. All right, Lady Phantom, any HDR utilized on this disc?
1: I don't think so.
0: Yeah, me neither. There might have been a couple small scenes I'm gonna liken it to the Blade Runner type stuff, like one little light somewhere that the mm. nits popped up yeah, and got a little no. brighter. But, Lady Phantom, this is a visually pleasing disc.
1: It is. It is like no grain. and uh, very contrasting scenes. I liked what they did, which I mentioned before. like they made Morgan very gray. And it's funny, like Rose Leslie, she is Amy. She is the one that she loves the most. And she notices that she loves her back. Like it's a, really a, a good friend. And Rose Leslie, for those who know her, she is a redhead and she has blue eyes. And she wears these shirts that are red and blue and stuff. And So like they put them together and rose leslie looks very colorful her hair looks beautiful all red and everything and morgan is completely gray and i like that you but know it wasn't I, a
0: huge contrast difference though no that's no, it wasn't the difference huge. and that's one of my nitpicks not even a nitpicks that's one of my negatives in this movie this is an advanced movie It's not in the future or nothing, but we're talking about stuff that hasn't happened. This is a science fiction movie and what they have to do to design these people and stuff like that. I felt the need of a more science fiction feel. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to get. And this is more of a dramatic piece where Ex Machina has the dramatic feel, but has the technology angle too. And the coloring and the great special effects.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one that's the thing that I that I was saying, you know, like sometimes you get this contrast, but it's not a contrast in color or anything. It's just a choice that they made, obviously, you know, to show how they are so different. One is so human and the other one is not. But it lacked the visual punch.
0: Right. Good point lady phantom yes it didn't rise to anything out of the ordinary now while i'm saying that it is crystal clear and sharp it could be and pleasing to watch
1: yeah it has quite a few scenes with landscapes that look very pretty Mm -hmm. but that's it they just look pretty they don't look amazing or incredible or anything
0: i found the stylistic choice of this old victorian house that they're working in oxymoronic in a way in this futuristic where we can create you know, people like us that ain't really human uh-huh. you know it just was bland yes <laughs> the coloring
1: and that's the thing you know like i see this choice you know for example with the victorian house i know it's a conscious choice you know i know it's completely on purpose and doesn't work i mean it's not a thing with the with the 4k it's a thing with the movie but it hurts the 4k because the 4k has nothing to show
0: right know? well they do the close ups with anya taylor joy mainly
1: and oh so- also yes
0: yes Ooh. and it just goes to show you phantom how good the makeup work was in this because I would have never known that they dressed up these people with all these blushes and stuff, but they had to. I yeah. mean, it looks that good that you have no idea they're wearing makeup.
1: Exactly. It's like, I know they did this because, I mean, it's not because the makeup is too obvious. It's just that I have seen her in so many other things. I know the way she looks. Yes, and,
0: <laughs> and there is some wounds shown on faces.
1: Yes. Very
0: subtle and looks very real. Very soft, but nothing that pops and punches for the 4K. But it's so clear and detailed. Exactly. So it doesn't have the best that 4K has to offer. If any HDR, one or two brief scenes. The wide color gamut, yeah, there's a lot of grays. So all in the lower spectrum, more muted colors, very good.
1: Texture but Sarco doesn't too. even
0: compare to something like nineteen seventeen that was very bland, muted army colors. But that even shines well over this. Yeah, being muted.
1: You know, I, I like the the texture in Morgan's hoodie. You yes. know you, you can see the you little fuzzing
0: at times. Yeah, too.
1: you see you see it moving, and you see the you see that it's a fuzzy. You know, it's, it, it looks cool. It's just not cool enough.
0: <laughs> All right. Definitely positive, though, for you, right?
1: Yeah. All yeah.
0: right. The audio is not Atmos. Surprising it's no. not because this is a newer release here. It is DTS 7.1. And. What do you say, fan? I mean, it's good. It it's worked. okay. It's subtle when it needed to be. It rose in the action scenes. Yeah. There was way more surrounds in this movie than the last couple we covered.
1: Yeah, I specifically remember the car chase. Like I could hear, you know, the trees yes, and, and everything from behind. A lot
0: of glass breaks. Here.
1: Yes, but it's. I mean, the surrounds make you feel. Like you are in the middle of the action without being like right too obvious or anything.
0: Perfect point. Yes. It did feel like you're right around them. Uh huh. All during all these atmospheric sounds and glass breaking. Yeah. And people being thrown into walls and stab wounds and gunshots gunshots oh that gunshot
1: scene that you mentioned in the middle of the woods it startled me it was like boom yes it punched on
0: the bass and then it just wrapped from the front to the rear and had that echo sound that would have if you're down in mountains yes perfect sound there and then i (laughs) gotta mention again that one low bass scene which was awesome like it reminded me of a lot of different movies and i really like when they go boom and they elongate it too because Mm -hmm. you feel it you literally feel the bass yeah it's something that you feel in your
1: body and it's it it makes you feel a part of the thing and
0: you almost get like little tingles in your body Mm -hmm. in certain times like
1: yeah uh, with bass that happens a lot yeah yeah
0: dialogue perfectly Relevant and clear all the way through.
1: Yeah. And Morgan, she basically speaks in not whispers, but very like moderately all the time. And you can hear everything perfectly all the yep.
0: time. Yep. And there's some screaming scenes too. And you hear that. All right, Lady <laughs> yeah. Phantom, what special features do we have on this one?
1: On the 4K, we have a director's audio commentary. On the Blu ray, we have Morgan in high definition, obviously modified organism the science behind morgan deleted scenes loom short film with optional commentary by director luke scott director's audio commentary and gallery
0: okay this is the time is morgan worth buying in 4k or if you have the blu-ray or dvd is it worth the upgrade i am just gonna say flat out yes it is It doesn't highlight HDR, that's a bummer, but it is so clear, and I was pleased to see no green. It's sharp, there's no fuzzy scenes, all the action scenes are well done, they work, you see who's hitting who, and wounds happening here and there, and it's just clear. The sound was, I would say it was above average, like it made me feel there, it got me in, I like the score. It felt well for this movie. And I'm going to come in with a B minus and definitely worthy. If this sounds like it's something up your alley, grab the 4K. What do you got, Phantom?
1: Same. B minus. I would love to go higher, but no HDR and not too much contrast with colors. is like, mm, you know. But it's definitely worthy of the upgrade.
0: All right. That's going to wrap up episode 61 of Morgan. Lady Phantom, tell the fans what to do.
1: They should go to BillSheddy.com and leave a comment on the guestbook. If they have requests or recommendations, go right ahead and leave them there. They should follow me on Twitter, Phantom 74 and that's it. About letterbox. Sure. You can find us on Letterboxd, both of us, Lady Phantom, Bill Shetty. Yeah, we're there.
0: Alright, you were just listening to Lady Phantom, and I am Bill Shetty. We'll catch you on the next oh, movies the in I'm 4K. Not wild young man. But I have seen no hero since he lost his mind. And I was born